0: Hi, everyone. Before we start this episode, I want to make a few announcements. We have a Women's Circle coming on July 9th in Nitaka, New York. It will be a wonderful healing experience in nature. To sign up for this event, go to the page lukami.com slash retreats. And for those who want to start a journey of connecting with your soul's purpose and releasing the conditioned self... I invite you to enroll in the online program Embody Your Life's Purpose. In this program, you will access more than 15 audio sessions and hundreds of journal prompts on spiritual transformation and personal growth. All the tools and teachings I share in this course have helped many of my clients create the bridge that connects their soul's vision to practical action. By using the code SUMMER22, you pay only $49. So make sure you use the code SUMMER22. To enroll today, access lukami.com programs. And if you want to book a private session with me, you can send me a request through my website. For those who want to receive the updates through email, go to the homepage and sign up for my newsletter. I will leave all the links in the description. Enjoy the show welcome today's topic is how to de hypnotize ourselves i've been actually talking about that lately on social media about the collective hypnosis and how we are all being hypnotized all the time so first let's talk a little bit about what is hypnosis right so hypnosis is basically a state of trance where we become susceptible to suggestions we become receptive to receive suggestions and the suggestions lead us to behaviors so for example every time that someone says something to you that affects what you think is true about yourself and also affects how you feel and this feeling leads you to behave in a certain way this is hypnosis from this perspective, we are all being hypnotized because we are all being influenced by our parents, our friends, society, politics. We cannot say that we are completely free because if we are interacting with the word and the word is affecting us, whether it's affecting negatively or positively, we are still under this spell let's say we are still under this collective hypnosis all the spiritual masters all the enlightened beings they all say that it is through enlightenment that we free ourselves from let's say, conditionings of the mind collective hypnosis or it is through enlightenment that we free ourselves from suffering Lately, I I created a video on social media and made a statement that our ultimate goal is to be at peace. And then this person asked, but who got to decide that this is our ultimate goal? Who got to decide that this is my goal and this is your goal? Where is this coming from? And then this person asked, but let's start from what is peace? So let's go back. (laughs) As I said, all the spiritual masters, through their teachings, they were leading us to discover this inner freedom that leads to joy, happiness, and deep peace. And if we dive into the basis of all spiritual teachings, we are going to find similar messages. We are going to find that they are really similar because they are all saying, they are all talking about becoming free from the word and connecting with this true divine nature, connecting with the soul, connecting with this eternal aspect of ourselves. And as we do this more often... As we connect ourselves, as we free ourselves from the conditionings of the mind, from negative thoughts, from fear, from the illusions of the mind, from grievances, expectations, limiting beliefs, we naturally start to connect with our higher self and this higher self starts to guide us we naturally connect with that inner guidance creative intelligence or wisdom what happens is that as we come to the body as we come to the earth school to to develop our awareness to grow our awareness to learn the lessons that we need to learn in order to evolve we get caught in the illusionary We get caught caught into the illusions of the word. And then we start to create goals for ourselves that are out of alignment. Uh, We create goals for ourselves that are far away from, from why we are here. The ego is that part of ourselves that is separate, that is not conscious of itself. Authority of the ego is a part of ourselves that perceives the word as real. So the ego starts to relate to the word in a way that is denying truth. It relates to the word in a way that denies reality itself. It, it makes the word, the word of form, which is an illusion. It makes this word of illusion real. The ego creates personal goals. So I want to achieve some specific thing in my career. I want this specific thing to happen until the end of the year. I want the house. I want to buy the new car. All of these desires or goals, they are not actually wrong. But when we are living to attend the goals of the ego, we fail and we carry this unfulfillment because the personal goals, the goals of the ego, they are only feeding this word of illusion and this word that is temporary. The temporary word does not bring this deep fulfillment. So when we start to work on ourselves, when we start to develop, you know, when we start to release the conditionings of the mind, when we start to release the limiting beliefs about who we think we are, we strengthen our inner powers, we access the deep mind, we access this sense of peace that is unchangeable, that is there ready. We just need to remove the blocks to experience this peace. And from this peace, we take actions, we create things, we offer things from this inner alignment. So, when when people come to my sessions and so often they want to work on a goal, on a specific goal, it can be stop drinking, it can be finding a life partner, uh, it can be, you know, releasing pain or releasing anxiety. And the process of actually, you know, releasing that old self releasing the pain, it is a process of coming closer to this inner alignment, coming closer to this inner truth, because it is the inner truth that can bring healing. It is not something that is external to us, it's not something that is outside of us. This inner truth brings healing. And the more we connect with this inner truth, the more we create harmony, whether physically, mentally, or emotionally. When we talk about the hypnotizing ourselves, we are talking about releasing the past. And when we talk about releasing the past, we're talking about trauma healing, right? We're talking about the moments in our lives that we developed wrong beliefs about ourselves that prevent us from living the best version of ourselves that prevent us from tapping to our our inner power. When we do that inner work, when we do this deep work, this shadow work, we finally can connect with that intuition, that sense of power within us that can bring transformation. So the deprogramming of the mind, it is this process of letting go of this limiting self you know is it's about letting go of fear and coming in contact with this peaceful being with coming in contact with this loving being that is already there and to be really sincere I, I really think that we are collectively evolving it is not all bad you know we are we we have made progress and we are still making progress. We are still evolving. When we talk about dehypnotizing ourselves, we are talking about optimizing this evolution, optimizing this growth so we can move more quickly towards our own enlightenment. We we don't need to wait that much. We can, we can optimize this time on earth and make choices that lead us to this. Awakening of the mind, awakening of the soul more quickly. And what I experience sometimes, even, you know, I can speak for myself, is that sometimes we, we, we have blocks towards, you know, letting go of the old self. We have, we have, we fear because we are, you know, used to some specific ways of being and we don't know what would happen. If we would just release it, sometimes I see other people as well. Um, when when they are really questioned, like, do you really want to change? Some people they are just not ready for the change. Because they're still holding onto their stories, they're still holding onto their beliefs, they're still holding onto their sickness. You know, in the Course in Miracles, there is a really interesting topic around the the false idols. And the false idols can be anything that we put has thing that is more important than God, for example. So anything that we consider to be more important than truth is a false idol. So, for example, holding onto an idea of who we are. I am sick. When we hold onto the idea that who we are is sickness... We are, we are considering that sickness has our God. The only thing we can see is that we relate to that sickness and we hold on to that image, uh, that self image that is sick. For example, when we have a chronic health issue, we tend to feel so bad because we have that chronic health issue that our sense of identity Becomes that we, we start to relate to ourselves as if we were that sickness. And anything that comes from us comes from that energetic field. So we become, you know, that person that is constantly complaining. We become that person that constantly, constantly say, I cannot do it. It's so hard. Why me? And because we you no, know, become identified with that sickness, with that false idol. We lose hope and then we give up during the process. And then we have, you know, we, we, we lose that energy to, you know, discover uh, a new path for ourselves because, you know, things are so difficult. And so we just become that while in essence, We are divine beings. We are powerful beyond measure. We are beings that have the potential to attain enlightenment. And we also forget our body's ability to self-heal. We also forget our ability for self-healing. The ability that our body has to self-regulate. We forget about that. We have the self-healing ability. The subconscious is linked to our nervous system, the subconscious is the feeling mind. How we feel affects our body. So again, what we say to ourselves, what we cultivate, the emotions we cultivate within ourselves determine how we feel, determine the quality of our lives. I've been reading a book that is really interesting, Thoughts Without a Thinker, from Mark Epstein, So it's a it's a book about psychotherapy from a Buddhist perspective. It's really interesting. It is so interesting to think that we we have this animal urges (laughs) within, we have our instincts. You know, we still we, we still have you know the need for survival. We have urges. We have anger, we have fear, we have guilt, but it is the denial of that that causes suffering. When we fully accept that we have anger, we have guilt, and this doesn't mean that we are less dumb, that we are less pure. But when we feel these feelings, we don't know how to deal with them. And then we create mechanisms, we create Ways of being to masquerade them or to present to the world a different thing. And you know, we when we suppress that energy, that these emotions, we end up perhaps creating ways of being that are really harmful to ourselves. Sometimes this can come through addiction, through behaviors that are not supportive to our healing. But when we accept ourselves as we are, when we accept, when we are really sincere, we are acting with our integrity because we are not diminishing ourselves, we are not criticizing ourselves or judging ourselves. We are witnessing ourselves and we are the, for, the ones asking ourselves, what do we really need? in any situation. When we ask ourselves, what do we really need? We begin to create change because then we are no longer hurting that, perhaps that inner child that is fearful, that is feeling lonely, abandoned. We are nourishing it. When I'm working with my clients, there is a lot of work around inner child, you know, and it is really beautiful to do work with our inner child. We can do this in different ways. I had a really, really beautiful dream this week where I was at my mom's house and I was looking at a shelf with pictures of the family that she has. And then I was coming closer to my own photo, me as like seven years old. <laughs> and as I came closer, suddenly the photo disappeared and that photo of me was alive and the dream was magical I was looking at myself you know I was looking at myself Uh, I was looking at my inner child let's see I was looking at that child and she was looking at me and then I asked oh my gosh you are alive and she said yes I am and I said I I didn't realize that I I, I'm shocked. I, I didn't realize that you were alive. She looked at me and said, you should pay more attention to the world around you. When I woke up from that dream, that I think that was one of the most beautiful dreams that I ever had because coming closer to my <laughs> child, my inner child, coming closer to that aspect of myself was brilliant was just, I just felt this pure love and gentleness and care and I felt her and I think that was a healing dream because when the inner child is peaceful, when the inner child is feeling whole and complete and safe, you know, we... We start to heal ourselves, our adult selves, our adult lives. To me that message was about look around yourself and give more attention to what's beautiful, what's nourishing, what uplifts your soul, what gives you joy. And and has I as I talk about that, I, I even want to cry because you know sometimes we 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 live uh really rigid lives. We have the schedules and <laughs> we have our calls and we take the dog and we do groceries and and sometimes this rigidity Causes us to be blinded, and we sometimes we forget that we can give ourselves permission to change. We can give ourselves permission to uh, just be playful, just be gentle with ourselves, rather than <laughs> bossing ourselves around or bossing others. Right, bossing others around. The, the the inner child work. It is a work that we do to. Be free, to be free, because when we are young, until the age of seven, we are absorbing information. Our sense of identity is developed. At the early age of life, it is important that we give ourselves permission to heal that part of ourselves that needs some nourishment. With the spirit of the summer, I invite you to loosen up, you know, to create different ways of being. Give yourself permission to nourish yourself and pay more attention to the words you tell yourself. Are they nourishing? Are they supportive? And also paying attention to what you are absorbing from the world around you are the people around you nourishing to you are they supportive we are the ones that can decide what we want for ourselves you know because there are many times that we are receiving projections from others you know people are telling things to ourselves that and 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 that belongs to them (laughs) you know when people are projecting on ourselves, they are trying to label us. They're trying to encapsulate us there. We feel really contracted. So it, it is interesting to become mindful of, you know, the collective programming and, and become mindful of you know, what you are receiving from others and also become mindful of what you are projecting on onto others. Because sometimes we are projecting, sometimes we say things that affects how people feel about themselves and we are hypnotizing them as well. Because if that's affecting how they feel and what they think is true about themselves, we are hypnotizing them, and so, you know, that manipulation that can be sometimes subtle, it is part of this, this word, it's part of the illusion, if you want to break free from manipulation, if you want to break free from anything that doesn't serve this awakening of the soul, then We need to become more aware of the systems that we've created that keep us trapped into suffering. If you like the show, please subscribe and share with your friends. If you would like to know more about my work, you can access my website, lukami.com or you can follow me on social media, lukami. See you next time.